we deserved to win last week, the way we came out and practiced. That was complimentary football from the offense to the defense yeah. to, the, to the special teams, man. That's, that's where they feel this. Enjoy this shit right now because that's what we can build on. Now we're right in the thick of it. podcast i'm your host freddie ham and i'm maddie jane and we beat dallas we, we beat dallas. dallas we got dallas we beat dallas you get nothing you lose <laughs> we got that dub second dub of the year that means we got two wins in the nfc east really should have been three though yeah true really should have been three though true that you know but hey we'll take it right hey we beat dallas yeah, we beat Dallas, and uh, you know we're actually in a pretty good spot uh, going into this bye week. We're come, we're gonna come out of the bye week. We're gonna play the Giants again, and we should really like show that we really should have won that game last week. And then we got some winnable games coming up, Maddie Jane. We got what Detroit, and I think is it Cincinnati? Yeah, I think that sounds yeah, about right. So, yeah. Yeah. So like we're in like we're still in position. Like we're in second place in the division right now. We're half a game out of first place. It's crazy. With a two and with a two and five. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. But I'll oh, take it at this point. You know what? I'll take it. The game was a lot of fun. And I don't know how you feel about the game, but the way that I feel about the game is we ain't a great team and, and neither are the Cowboys right, right now. But we looked like we should if we're being efficient. If the defense is doing what it's supposed to do, like the defense looked like it's supposed to look. The offense looked like it's supposed to look. You know what I'm, you feel me? Absolutely. They are who we thought they were. I think it's incredible timing. I'm sure that they would have liked to, you know, have a game this complete. Because I know the first game against the Eagles, it was a pretty good game too. But still, it was a come from behind, which is great in its own right to show that resilience. But the just the fact that, you know, throughout the whole game, it was a, it felt like a full four quarters of, of good football in every aspect. So... It's a great time to have that happen. You know, they have the bye week and then, you know, like you said, face the Giants. So I think it's a good moment, you know, middle of the season. And again, like I said, it's wide open. You really can go win some games and you could win this division and, and make the playoffs, which is probably what nobody would have been thinking a couple games ago. But it's possible and it's all right there out there in front of you. So um, the timing couldn't have been any better. It's a good feeling. And just as fans, we get to celebrate this win a little bit longer, um, which is just nice because we don't, you know, that's just nice at this point. <laughs> yeah, and it's always sweet when it's a win over the Cowboys, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Definitely. mean, that makes it a little extra special. And I feel like this was the shot in the arm, really, that we needed, especially right at this time. And I'm talking about, for the team, obviously, but for the fans, too, I, mean, I feel like we needed this. Yes. And I know the players really, really needed this. It's important to those dudes in that locker room. It's important to people like Mr. Reliable, Terry McLaurin, the Jonathan Allens, the Duran Payne, yeah. Montez Sweat, yeah. Kendall Fuller, Chase Young, of course, Logan Thomas, all these dudes, it's important for all of that. And you know, the other thing is, everyone wants to talk about all oh, all this this game, this winning. It's just gonna hurt our draft pick, and then we're not gonna be able to draft Trevor Lawrence. I'm like, you know what? Bad teams draft early. 
Yeah. If you want to continue to just be a bad team year in and year out so that we can draft her, like, I don't understand that. Like, think about the teams that are great teams that win and don't draft early and yeah. are able to sustain success because right. they draft smart. Yeah. And know how to build their team. Would you rather be an organization with a losing culture drafting early or a winning culture drafting later? I'll take the latter. I would as well. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Scott Turner's offensive philosophies and his play calling. I thought what struck me about the play calling in this game was how balanced it was. I felt like we finally were able to strike a balance between the run and the pass where we weren't too heavy either way and I feel like that really really helped us we established the run early we were able to take some deep shots like I said I think that this is the best game so far that I've seen Scott Turner call yeah I'd agree with you and I don't know I don't know if it's necessarily if it's if it's his best game because his players made it look that way yeah you know or if it was a little bit of both I think it was a little bit of both but I got to I'm not I'm not giving Scott Turner props like we're not getting into that territory yet but I am gonna say called a good game yeah it was a good game and I do think it helps as well they weren't playing from behind so you really do have the ability to establish that run game which I understand it's possible to establish it in the first few drives um but you know all I think all of that played a part but no you're absolutely right I think and again that's another thing that going into the bye week I think that they were able to expand a little bit more and and we kind of got to see a it felt like we saw more of what is capable obviously we still saw a lot of like the, the screens the stuff behind the line of scrimmage we obviously still saw a lot of that and some of like the reverse like trick play whatever they were but I do like with some of the longer shots and things like that you you felt like you were seeing a little bit more of things that we haven't seen so then you can build on those in the bye week look at that and say okay no this worked for us and I understanding the defense we we're playing and everything like that but still you can see now okay we did do a little bit more this game we can build on this. We can see what worked, what didn't, and we can continue rolling and hopefully apply it into our game with the Giants. So I do think, I like, I really do think, even though, again, yeah, bad Cowboys team, we get it. I think there was a lot of valuable stuff to take away. And again, just with the bye week coming up and, and everything, really good timing. I'll tell you what was really, really good timing was Landon Collins' forced fumble in this game early. Oh, so great. That was yeah, great timing. That was awesome. And uh, really kind of set the tone for the whole game because we went for it on that fourth down. And uh, I know there were even some fans who were critical of us going for it on that fourth down, to which I respond. Yeah, it was inches. What? Um, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, the thing was, because they were backed up, and then we get that penalty, and I'm like, oh, it gives them breathing room, so now it's not going to happen. We still got that safety. I know. It was great. Thanks to Landon Collins. And Jonathan Allen. Yeah. Jonathan Allen was not letting Absolutely. that man leave that end zone. It was amazing. Yes. And, you know, Landon Collins has been struggling this year, and we've been critical of him on this show, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely sucks. I don't know how else I can put it that uh, he went down with that non-contact injury, and uh, I don't think the prognosis will be good. So it was tough to see uh, see Landon Collins be, be carted off. But I also feel kind of like it's, man, it's just been, uh, it's been a rough road for Landon since he came to this organization. really hasn't gone the way that I don't think any of the fans thought it would or wanted to, and I don't think it's gone the way that he's wanted it to either. And 
I really thought that things were going to be different. I know when we got him, I know how excited you were. Yeah, I love Landon Collins. I've always loved Landon Collins. And I was, like you said, I was thrilled when he signed here. I still remember the moment like it was yesterday. And it has. It's been really disappointing to see how things have turned out so far. And I know a lot of people had been talking about, like, is he going to be on the trade block? And obviously this injury is probably going to change a lot of things. But, you know, so it's just a crappy situation. Um, but definitely wishing the wishing him the best and that he gets healthy and can get back out there soon. But it is disappointing, you know, so far how his stint in Washington has been. And I don't know how it's going to turn out. But that play was big. And I'm glad he got to have that big play because, you know, everybody has been talking their crap. And so at least, you know, if he's out for the season and everything like that, he got to end on a on a good note. Um, and, and help really did help total team effort. I think that was the, yeah, for that sure. Certainly is, is the theme. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What has, uh, Ron Rivera been preaching since he got here? He's been preaching team. You got to give it up to coach. Everyone's been really, really yep. critical of coach. You got to give coach Ron Rivera his proper respect. Okay. Or you okay. could say <gasps> for short, what props, props, I got props. Sometimes we take it to a different player, different team. Every once in a while, we take it to a different league. Yo, I'm going to take it to a different sport altogether. Props this week. I'm taking it to the Ultimate Fighting Championship. I got to give props to Khabib Nurmagomedov. If you don't know, he just retired. UFC 254 was this past weekend, and he is retiring as the undisputed UFC lightweight champion. He's 29-0 in his professional MMA career. 13 and 0 in the UFC, which is totally, completely unheard of, and just fantastic. Uh, I believe he's the number one pound for pound ranked fighter in the world, going out on top, not a single loss, and, and he beat everybody. I know there's a lot of people, especially if, if you're into MMA and, and, and you're you watch uh, you're into watching all that stuff. There's a lot of people who are upset that he's not going to fight Conor McGregor again. But I feel like he was champ. He beat Conor McGregor. He made him tap out. There was no question. I mean, it wasn't like it was a split decision. I just feel like Khabib doesn't have anything to prove to anybody. And uh, he's going out his way, and uh, I really got to give props to that dude because um, that's what this segment is about. It's about giving the proper respect to whoever the player is, the fighter is, the coach is, whoever it is who deserves it. And certainly this week, he deserves it. Yeah, definitely props to him. It makes me wonder how many athletes in their respective sports have gone out undefeated i'm sure that hasn't happened very much you got the washington football team props matted jan the man the myth the legend number 55 (laughs) cole holcomb Holcomb. Uh, i'm gonna give some props to cole now of course he didn't play what the first four games i think it was due to injury i just imagine and i don't want to do that because like would we have won the games that we didn't win had cole been in the game i'm not gonna go that far but play like that matters. Um, somebody that plays with that kind of heart and plays with that kind of just that speed, just the way he plays like that matters on a on a team. So really wish that we could have we could have seen more of this this season up to yet. But we haven't. Um, we saw it this week against the Cowboys. Cole Holcomb had a great interception. That was big, you know, right before the half. Like, imagine if they would have gone down and scored. It could have been a different outlook for real. Like if they would have gone down and scored there. Um, and, you know, the third. Ball was thrown a little bit behind, and he was kind of just in the right place. But he was in the right place at the right time, and he made a great catch. That was a that was a big moment, I think, in the game. One of the bigger moments. So that was great, and also he just 
tore Zeke up. I mean, that, <laughs> that was fantastic. I mean, he literally ran over the man, didn't even think twice about it. That was a beautiful highlight. Yeah, if you have dude. not seen it, if you have not seen it 18 times, 18. Um, I'm going to need for you to go and watch it 18 times, at least. You need to really appreciate it. You need to watch it a lot because it's that good. You know, just was all where he needed to be. You could tell he was always in there making plays, doing his thing. Uh, he had other pressures even when he didn't necessarily. He almost had another sack. He almost got to Dalton at one point. So just played really, really well. And I think that um, he's going to continue with more reps and, and more time to continue to support not surprise us, but just play really well. And and I think we need that. I think, again, that kind of play just really does help set the tone early. And he was doing it early. And obviously it made a difference. So props to Cole Holcomb. You're doing your thing, man. I love the mullet also. I love a good mullet. I got to say something, too, about uh, the Cole Holcomb hairdo. It's it's really it's reminiscent, and uh, our older fans will know what I'm talking about, especially with him wearing 55, which is a great number uh-huh. for him. I love middle linebacker wearing number 55. He's, he's holding down that spot yeah. that we I don't think we've yeah. had since, like, a London Fletcher type, you know? Okay. Um, okay, but, wow. Yeah. Okay. But, so, but, yo, 55 and that hairdo... I'm feeling, I'm feeling Boz vibes. I'm feeling Brian Bosworth. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. I'm feeling the okay. Boz a little bit out of there, you know? Okay. I mean, and, but the thing is, so the Boz ended up being kind of a bust, um, but Cole uh-huh. Holcomb has just been a steal. I think he was like a fifth round pick. Is that what he was? Yeah, I think and so. Our, our boy, I, think so. I know our boy Adam Aniba, he calls him the, uh, the Tar Heel Steal. <laughs> He oh, played for that's UNC good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Him. Like, yeah, I said, like, I think in the fifth round, and uh, yeah, he totally was a steal. Like, I think he was the the standout player from our rookie class last year, really. And it's just yeah. continuing to continuing to you know to to build on that. So that's great, and we're gonna need him certainly. And uh, I'm glad we got him. Yeah, me too. That's again, that's a big piece. Uh, that's that's important, and. He's just playing. Playing lights out. And he's having fun, too. That's the other thing. Like, he's having a good yeah, time. Yeah, that's like, he's great. It's great to see. I love that. He's flexing on him, you know? Yeah. That's something I noticed, too, about this entire game. And I, I mentioned, uh, I watched the game with my dad. And I know you probably watched the game with your with your dad, too. And uh, yeah. we what struck us was, like, man, these guys are actually, like, they're really having fun. And you could tell. And when this team's having fun, it, it helps uh, tremendously. Yeah. I wanted to talk about the run game a little bit with uh, both Gibson uh, and McKissick too. You know, I, I yes, know that McKissick you said something is a good runner. McKissick cuz I think you gave props to McKissick recently. I did. And um, that mm-hmm. sort of like uh, took me by surprise a little bit and the more I like cuz I went back and I was watching some film and like just watching some watching our stuff and I was like, "No, you know what? I'm like, you're right, Maddie Jane." And then yeah. I remember when the game started, you texted me and you're like, "Why is Peyton Barber running the ball?" And then yeah, McKissick, I still don't get and then that, I think McKissick but... got in there and his first carry, he like ripped off a really good carry. And I'm like, yo, well, McKissick's in there now. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I feel like Gibson and McKissick are, are a great uh, 
back tandem, really. They are. And they both have like they both have that same burst to them where they can, you know, if they get a little bit of space, they can really just like rip because right through. It's got the like hole. that sneaky speed. Yeah. It kind of creeps yeah, up. Yeah, and on it, you, it, it's you know? so huge. And I I know, like, again, with the Peyton Barber thing, like, not saying that he's not a good running back and things like that. And he made, there was one point where I thought he made a really good block. Like, that's huge. Pass coverage, like, things like that are huge. And they add up and they get you reps. I understand that. Um, but pretty much every time, like, it, McKissick's first run, he hits the hole and he's gone for at least, like, you know, five to 10 yards. Like, it's, it's just, easy it just looks easy to him and the same thing with Gibson a lot of times I think a Gibson is a little bit more like maybe make one really good cut and you know sometimes he'll just go straight downhill but then sometimes he'll like get you know have a good cut to like get him those extra yards but it just seems like McKissick just gets the ball and just goes but he goes and I do think a lot of people just don't like recognize it because we're all watching Gibson we're like Gibson wow yeah yeah but McKissick has been sneaky good that boy is good he's just been playing really well and really contributing in the run game and of course people are going to talk about Gibson because I do think Gibson is special and I think he'll continue to show that he's a special playmaker but that one-two punch or however you want to think about it just that duo that tandem like as far as who our guys are I think they're here I think these two are can be it and that's a good that's a good thing because I know a lot of people when Adrian Peterson got cut it's kind of like what of course Gibson does like we said have a little bit more of the flashy like all new type of thing but McKissick has just really been playing well and I'm just really uh, thankful that he is in Burgundy and gold. Yeah, the thing with the with McKissick and and Gibson is that uh, you know McKissick plays like a dude who's been playing the position. With Gibson, the the one thing, and it's a little bit, it kind of frustrates me at times. But the dude is just is, is so good, and make no mistake, I mean he he's a great playmaker. You know, right now as a rookie, but when he learns the nuances mm-hmm. and really learns how to slow himself down and just be yeah. a little bit more patient to where he can let his blocks develop and recognize recognize the hole and make those cuts and then and then go i mean he's just going to be he's going to be real 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 dangerous so as much yeah, as i'm enjoying antonio gibson right now even though we're only halfway through the season now i've just been thinking to myself wow just you just just wait for this dude in 2021. In 2021, when we have a lot more of the pieces that Ron wants to have, we have the defensive players who have a year in the system, offensive players who have a year in the system, Logan Thomas, who's really, really, really starting to come on as, as a tight end, can hopefully sure up that offensive line and we get whoever the right guy is under center hopefully yeah man it just meant you know i'm like i'm licking my chops one thing that we've been talking about all season is the issues with our secondary and in this past game man the secondary looked good and i know the pass rush really really helps you see how great the secondary can be when the pass rush is there i still feel like the secondary does res- deserve some credit that dude we've been talking about him all season cameron curl being in there deshazer everett yeah and i'm not saying that deshazer everett and cameron curl should necessarily be our two starting safeties like right now but you got to think, and I would lean more towards probably Cameron Curl ending up being our starting strong safety as the time goes on, and, and not just with the injury to Collins, but I feel like 
the injury is just going to kind of expedite it. I really feel like we're going in a direction where Cam Curl probably going to be our starting strong safety come next year, if not by the end of this year. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's possible he's going to get his chance. I mean, I know a lot of people have talked on Twitter like... DeShazer Everett, you know, like, I feel like DeShazer Everett just plays in such a way, and, and maybe it's because he's been that special teams grinder for so long, but I feel mm-hmm. like he's going to get arrested for murder at some point. Yeah. I know, it's really, I mean, some of his hits, you're just like, whoa. They're insane, <laughs> like, I mean, and they're not he plays illegal. Hard. Like, they're right. not illegal. They're he just, just plays hard, yeah. I think that Chaser Everett deserves some credit. I think that play, there was a play in the end zone. He broke up a pass. I thought that was a huge play. And I think a lot, most times, if you just watch it, the little things, like if a runner gets to his level, if he breaks and gets to his level, usually DeShazer is there to make the tackle. I mean, he's he's been a pretty sure tackler for the most part. He seemed to be in position, you know, where he needed to be at a certain time. And I think that that's shown, and I think uh, that that's, that's big. And it, whether he's the guy moving forward in that position or not, I think he has elevated the play of that secondary since being in, and it's going to be interesting to see what Cameron Curl does. Because, again, like you said, he's getting his chance. Um, most likely they're going to just stick with him, I would think, and, and play those two. And we'll see what happens. I mean, but, but yeah, no, the, the secondary looked great, I thought. And, again, yeah. Andy Dalton had no time. Um, well, both of the quarterbacks, neither of them had any time, and I get that. Well, Dalton didn't but have even any when they time did... because of <laughs> because of our guy, big number ninety. <laughs> yeah, and that Montez Sweat just every week. Now it's getting just normal. Like right. Montez Sweat is just balling out every single week and making wild plays at least once or twice in every game. And that's just now that's just the norm. And that's great because I was talking to my dad about it actually earlier. And no matter what, like, because I know, you know, at the time trading back into the first round, it's like, oh, you know, was that right? We lost, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's proven to be a good decision and uh, definitely worth it. Montez Sweat is playing great. Chase Young is playing great. That line is playing great. And it's going to make everybody else's jobs easier. And that's what they talked about before the season. You know, the secondary, a lot of them said, well, you know, the line's going to probably play well and it's going to make the job easier on us. And I think that that happened. And hopefully they can continue to do that. The thing about Sweat is I felt like when he was drafted, when we traded back up to get him, what a lot of people were talking about is that we needed a guy who was going to come in and eventually take Ryan Kerrigan's spot. And uh, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's really what's happening you know, right now. Yeah. And there's a lot of speculation yeah. going on about Ryan Kerrigan. And I think Ryan Kerrigan's up to, I think, 94 career sacks. And there's all kinds of stuff going on about him. And I love Ryan Kerrigan. But uh, I think uh, I think we're much, much closer to the end of his time here in Washington now. Whether, whether the end of his time in Washington is in a week or if his end of his time at Washington is the end of this season, I feel like that's that's where we're going. Would I love to have Ryan Kerrigan here his whole career? Uh, sure. But you really don't see that happen a whole lot anymore. And I yeah. feel like having him this season is really a luxury. Mm-hmm. And going forward, it would be great to have a veteran like him, uh, you know, just for depth. But yeah, he's not one of those players who I feel like we need at this point. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah. that's not a knock on on Ryan Kerrigan. That is, you know, that's just saying that our scouting department, our personnel department, who got their dude, and that's the thing, because you know the sweat pick was who we wanted. You know, that's the, right. what the reports were is that you know Dan and Bruce wanted to draft Haskins, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the rest of the personnel department, they wanted sweat and they went back and they went and got him. Yeah. And last year, I know people were, were saying, you know, oh, no, he's like, he's going to be a bust. He's not really, you know, we, why'd we trade back and get him? But you always take the biggest jump from year one to year two. Yeah. And what I think what's like really, really like scary about that is we've seen how sweat has gone from year one to year two. Yo, think about. What's going to happen next year when Sweat goes from year two to year three and Chase Young goes from year one to year two? And Chase, I know there's some people that are being like critical of him not getting sacks, which I think is ridiculous because when he's not getting sacks, other players around him are getting sacks. Other players are benefiting from him in so many ways. And what's crazy is he's been so great against the run. Yeah. Even when he's not bringing down the ball carrier, he's been great in his contain and his mm-hmm. pursuit in yep. his pressures. I mean, he's just, he's an absolute freak. Yeah. A superstar, which as the second overall pick, he should be. Right. I mean, just like anybody who's questioning if Chase Young is as good as everyone thought he was going to be. I just, I think it's nuts. I mean, just, or, or, like, I don't even know if we've, we've been watching the same games. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. They, they probably haven't. Anybody that's thinking that is just looking at the stat sheet and they're not watching the game. That's bottom yeah. line. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Or don't know what they're watching and they're not recognizing the impact. Uh, and I do think, like, I think it's just now we have the perfect pairing. I think sometimes even, like, as you talked about Montez, I think it is a lot of just being comfortable in a system and kind of being comfortable and learning how to be an NFL player and all those little nuances that come along with being a rookie and then going into your second year. But I also just think with that addition to Young, it re- I really do think, like, you have found that, like, gel, like that perfect pairing uh, where they're just going to both, when it's not one of them, it's going to be the other, and they're just going to elevate each other and challenge each other and just get better together and that is like poetry like that's so beautiful like because I mean because it's not just like yeah they're pretty good no they're both like I think they both could be elite talent and so that's to have that you know as bookends on your defensive line like that's that's amazing not everybody you know not every team has that and we haven't had that in a very long time so I think uh that's something that everybody should be excited about tell you what's going to be really really exciting and i I brought this up before and uh, i'm hoping that maybe uh i don't know i need to like send a letter to jack del rio maybe over the bye week but i'm just i'm waiting for when (laughs) i'm waiting for when we when we shift uh jonathan allen over to play end and have deron Payne in the middle we send cole holcomb on an a gap blitz and then we blitz montez sweat and chase young both from the same side like i'm just (laughs) That'd be wild. I'm it's ready gonna to see be it. wild. It's gonna be so lit. Yeah, send that letter, man. Could you imagine? Could you imagine being that tackle on the offensive line? <laughs> Seeing uh, Montez no. Sweat and no, Chase I Young. <laughs> I can't imagine that. Oh I can't. man. Oh, oh, can't wait for that. And I'll tell you, I'm so glad that we got this win right at this time going into the bye because, like I said, I feel like the players needed it. We needed it. We're going to have a completely different outlook. And it gives us a chance to, we don't have to sit here and talk about what we usually talk about with the loss when we talk about all of our issues and struggles. Right. You know, we get to talk about this game and then we get to do some fun stuff coming up by week. And uh, we got some fun stuff planned. We're going to do a little bit different things. We're going to change gears 
gears a little bit. Um, our next episode is going to be it's going to be a little bit different, and we got some cool stuff in store. So we're excited about that. And uh, yeah, you know, hey, we're two and five. I've never been this excited for a two and five team ever in my life. I agree with you there. I it it's an exciting time, which is funny. It is funny. It's kind of ironic, but it is. It is. I do have a theory about something, and maybe we should talk about this on our next episode, because I have wanted to talk about fan superstitions and all those kinds of things, and I have them, you have them, everybody's got them. This past game, the first game where I've worn any Washington football merch. Oh, I finally got my Washington football team Chase Young hoodie shirt which is super comfy. I'm wearing it right now. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking like, well, I got to wear it the rest of the year now, right? Or I got to wear it until until something jumps off. But you best believe I'm wearing it when we play the Giants. Uh, yeah. So we're going to keep rooting for our team and we're going to be back at you real, real soon. Till next week. We hail together. It's what we do. It's who we are. HT, we are. Peace.